0: hello i'm paul i'm adam and i am benjamin and welcome welcome to to uh, to two american films
1: (laughs) two american films yeah pretty much i just
0: said something to confuse things we're
2: going on holiday this week
0: where are you going
1: we're going to indonesia oh we are yes we're going on a little trip
0: yeah, a socially distant, responsible trip yes. to Asia. You will sit
1: to meet as a part of the airplane? What films are we looking at today, Adam? Um, the Raid and The Raid 2. Yes, these were your picks, weren't they? Yes, they were my picks. Lovely. Are you excited so, to talk yeah. about
2: them? I am excited. This could be this an in- interesting discussion, I think, that's going to be had here.
0: Oh, I hope so. Our first subtitled film, apparently. Is that right? Uh, it's our first foreign film, isn't it? The entirety of our podcast in time, I think that is right. No, no, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we didn't do Parasite, so yeah. Yeah. Paras- the only other one I thought might have been is Roma,
1: but that was just shit. No, we, we didn't, didn't do cover that We just said how shit it was in one of the episodes, and then never yeah. looked at it again.
0: We just rip it to pieces as much as we can.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we got to we got to put our, our mark on it. Yeah. Let everyone know, like Ben and Paddington Two. <laughs>
0: Paddington 2 is a piss poor excuse for entertainment man whichever way you look at it I'm not even going to get into that again but people are so sensitive about that little piece of shit <coughs> I haven't even
2: seen How the first one I've, I've never seen Paddington 2 I've only seen the first
0: one I might have you seen it, it Paul?
1: no I haven't seen either oh mate
0: Like the first, the first Paddington is sickly is a bit sickly it's sweet. Uh, sweet but it's kind of fine and the second one is so overwhelmingly sweet and saccharine and bullshit it's like a lily white world I hate it well, if
2: *Paddington 3* comes out, we have to review
0: it. I'll blow that bear's brains out the back of his fucking brown briefcase.
1: <laughs>
0: briefcase? <laughs> well, he carries a brown briefcase, doesn't he?
1: He'll have to hold that briefcase at the back of his head. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, anyway, before Ben threatens to kill any more animals, <laughs> oh,
0: I love animals. I just don't like that piece of shit Ben Wishaw. Also, Ben Wishaw, I don't like at all in anything and I was very upset to see that he's going to be in season 4 of Fargo
1: is he? highly is he? annoying
0: yes Chris Rock's the lead But oh, yeah, um, I know that bit I didn't, know who, didn't, it? I didn't even know that bit yeah the, I mean the supporting cast isn't all great. Jesse Buckley's in it and that Jason Schwartzman and Ben Wishaw. I'm not really inspired by that Timothy Oliphant's in it so that's kind of cool Ooh, but, but I
2: also feel with Fargo I feel like they can be quite creative with the characters they get so it doesn't really matter who they've got Mm. I'll be able to see him a different
1: Make way. it make him a nice creepy guy and that'd be fine. Cuz Ben Whistle's always this like kind of timid kind of as long as he's not playing a bear, Ben will be happy.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Make him the killer, make him like the the Billy Bob and let's see if he can really do it. Yeah. Rewatching really Fargo at the moment, man. I you know, chef's kiss to that show. That's so fucking good. All of them are, all of them are.
1: Mm-hmm. It's very I, good. It's
0: hard to pick a favorite cuz I think they're all fantastic in their own right. They, are. they all do what they do very well.
1: This is like sinking in straight from our lo- last podcast because we spoke about Fargo at the end of the last one, did we? <laughs> yes. Anyone who's
0: back-to-back in us is uh, getting this getting this smooth transition,
1: <laughs>
2: easing will, you in. We we, will we plan this.
0: Absolutely.
1: <laughs> We're here to talk about the raid and the raid two, but first we got to do our lovely staple of the episode, which is the quiz. Ben, would you like yes. to take it away?
0: I would. So, uh, before I uh, take it away, let me familiarise myself with the scores. Yes, so, uh, the the concept of this, for those who don't know, those who are joining us for the first time, welcome to, to any new listeners that may have stumbled upon us. This is the way that things go. At the top of every podcast, I ask these boys two questions. If they get the questions right, they get a point. For each one, they get right. But if they get them wrong, I get the point. So, at the moment, and against all odds... In top spot, number one is Adam with seven points. I don't points. know how you phrase
2: that. Why is it against
0: so the Am I wrong?
2: No, but I should have my. It shouldn't be surprising that i there. It is
0: surprising. surprising based on the it's past not. two and a half years, mate. <laughs> top spot with seven points is Adam. Paul in second place with five points, and Ben in third place with four points. So at the ver- the very worst case result for you, Adam, today is that you share top spot with Paul. Oh, I wouldn't want that. He smells. And worst Social case for distancing. me and you, Paul, is if, if Adam peels away with two points and gets up there with nine, you know.
2: Horrendous. Social distancing <laughs> is what I'm good be. at. I'm taking the government advice seriously.
0: <laughs> you are. So, are you ready for these two sweet, yes. sweet I'm- questions? Oh, let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Number one. Director Gareth Evans has said that the films, both films' style were influenced by two American films. Classic American films. Assault on Precinct 13 for the sense of claustrophobia and what other action film?
1: Oh shit. Oh. I don't know.
0: I'll get you. I'll give Are you, you saying a both, of,
1: both of them, he said, or the first one? You said the first one.
0: All right, let's say the first one. The first one.
1: Okay.
0: Uh... So there were two things that influenced it. The sense of claustrophobia in, in the raid was influenced yeah. by Assault on Precinct 13. Okay. But what influence setting it in a tower block?
1: Die Hard. Correct oh, Yes! <laughs> in hell man! Adam is peeling away! <laughs> five
0: back-to-back correct
1: answers! <laughs> Fucking oh, that would
2: never even came to mind. I didn't want to, it would have been a guess at the time, but then it was an educated guess.
0: That was Ooh. an educated guess. Boy, that was an educated guess, but my goodness, my my, what's that done? He's on eights, fucking Paul. Now this one—that uh, one, that
1: never even came to mind. I was thinking, what the hell, set in a tower block? <laughs> yeah, I was so close <laughs> to saying I was going to give up and just say tap the block. <laughs> that came to mind straight away. <laughs> right, here's here's,
0: an, here's the other. Go on. You ready for a second question? Yes, please. And this one, you kind of need to have done your research on the film, perhaps, to get this question. So oh, I think shit. this might be a point for me. What is the name Of the martial art form Exhibited in these films Oh my god uh, It's
1: uh, some type of Jiu Jitsu uh, isn't pe- it Pencat Pencat penkak. It's not like pancake Pencat Penkak.
2: I've got no idea S-
0: uh, I think it's a
1: form of It's music, so good so. With S Penkak Silat Silat or Mate something? you got it Say no more <laughs> <laughs> Wow you've done it <laughs> I knew it I looked I researched And I was like That sounds like a pancake That's what we mean <laughs> <laughs> It
0: is penchak silat.
1: Penchak?
0: Is it? Is that silat. what it is? Penchak silat, and it was actually inspired by Islam, apparently. Okay. The call to prayer and some of the gestures that are done in Islam, like washing arms and shit, is it inspired some of the fighting moves. Well, anyway, that's by the by. That then. I'm means, glad I did research. <laughs> that then means I know. Well done on that. You, you kept the pressure on Adam. So Adam, you are on eight points. Paul, you are on six points and Get Ben remains distance. on four. This is that a is good shocking me. It's two metres is... between us. <laughs> yeah, two <laughs> points between Boris us. Boris might start listening to us now. <laughs> we are being socially responsible. <laughs> when are we Let's together, keep it right? that way. We are socially distancing. This is absolutely fantastic. Very well done. You boys did much better than I thought you would and you've taken me aback by that. I have to actually ask harder questions. Like Paul did.
1: Well, somehow, somehow Ben won last year. How is it hard questions, Adam? That's
0: true. Because you,
1: you, every so often when you're falling behind, you just ask some stupid questions to bring you back in the race. Oh, yes. sorry. Yeah, if you only know the stupid stuff. Okay, that's fine, yeah. So <laughs> we go to the main event? Top main event. Yeah. The main
2: event.
1: Here is our feature topic, plus Adam Adam might do a rubbish rubbish. plot summary. Are you fucking serious? Right guys, so today we're talking about The Raid and The Raid 2. If you have not seen either of these films, we will be spoiling them. This is a spoiler episode, so you might want to go away, go watch them, come back and listen to a beautiful review by us. But first, Adam, would you like to explain the plots with an S? I will. Yes, I'm not going to
2: say, oh, I've got to do this bit again. No, I'm going to say I'm real this week. So um, let's start with the raid 1. The raid 1 is um, it's quite effectively, quite a straightforward plot. Uh, it's about a group of policemen and they enter this building or town block to um, take down a drug ring and a drug lord, whatever, and they've got to work their, floor, their way up floor by floor, clearing this building, which is full of other people who work for the drug lord and there's a lot of fighting, and a lot of martial arts done, and yeah, that's the first one. Effectively as simple as that. The second one, however, gets a bit more complicated. Um, he, the one of the policemen from the first film, uh, he meets up with one of the police chiefs and gets put under cover, and he tries to penetrate the overall drug dealers, like a bigger scale one now, instead of just taking out one little corner, take out the whole ring, and he goes in deep. and. Yeah, there's more martial arts and more fighting. Just bigger, more scale. There certainly is. Very astute, very astute. All right, I'm going to go first speaking about them this week because obviously I picked the films. Um, so these are two films I absolutely love. Um, I've watched them many, many a times. I watched them when I was quite younger. And like they I just, they're just love everything about them. Uh, first film, we'll talk about it, is The Raid 1. I gave this film 10 out of 10. Um, I'll I'll be the first to admit the film itself might not be a 10 out of 10 film but I just think the way I love the film so much brings it up for me in that rating Um, it's just so simple Um, just brilliant action film from start to finish Uh, the fight sequences are absolutely brilliant Um, every single time there's so many moments even when I've rewatched them so many times you notice so many other little, I don't know, action happening in the fight uh, and they're just, it's just so well done and I, yeah, brilliant second one, again I'm going to give this film 10 out of 10 it just takes the whole franchise to another level uh, the fights are bigger, the fights are better it has probably some of the best fights you'll ever see in a film um, like the one at the end in the kitchen, the bit of the prison yard even the car chase it's all just so well done and I really like the way it is a mashup of just everything about it you've kind of got your classic martial arts in the base but they've added a bit of Hollywood sprinkle to it and the glitz and glamours and they bring it and it doesn't even ruin the film it brings it up another level and it's all done by a Welsh guy as well which makes it even (laughs) weirder but yeah I absolutely love him and he uses everything at his disposal to make these films great and he does it well
0: (laughs) that's a passionate defence of the films Mm
2: -hmm. is it not? Um, it is yes alright and next up I'll say Paul I think I know your ratings roughly on this. I don't know what Ben thinks, so.
1: Okay, lovely, I'll go next. Okay, so I give the first raid film an eight out of 10. Obviously it has insane choreography and the, the fight sequences in it are extremely clever, which I love, which is probably the thing that I love most about the film. Um, oh. Also, I also love the the like the frantic cinematography. It's like, it's probably as crazy as the fight in the way that the camera like flips around the room and it's really good, it's really well done. Um, and also appreciate the fact that it's all set in one location because that's one thing I love in films, that it's set in one location, I think. You know, it's, it's good to, to see how far a story can go in this, like, in a single area. Um, but the reason I do not rate it any higher than eight are for the following reasons. So the main four fighters or characters in the in the film, they, they're standout fighters, as they, as they should be. Mad Dog's probably the best and most natural fire, I'd say. And, it, and every scene with him is probably the, the best scenes, really. But Rama, as a character, he has no personality. None at all. I, it, I literally And I think it kind of takes away from me caring about the situation in he's in a little. And um, the, as, as you said, the story doesn't really have much story. But um, it's probably all, it's all about the fighting at the end of the day, which is, which is fine. That's why I like it. Um, but the best thing this film ever did was it paved the way for John Wick, right? I feel mm. like that is the reason John Wick came about, because they saw what could be done with this kind of fighting style. And John Wick did it better, basically. And another thing, the best Raid of a Tower Block movie is not this film, it's Dread.
0: Oh, okay, I'm so glad bitter. you said that. Okay, I'm so glad you referenced. There we go. That. Let's get into that. So, sorry, yeah. sorry yeah, that my yeah.
1: my sorry that my first film conversation was so long. But let me go to the raid two now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the raid two it up the ante, didn't it, or did it? It's got fantastic fighting, but the story's shit and it's so boring. Okay, all the fight sequences they're great, they're good, but the story's very generic. I di- I didn't really care for it. Um, and because of this story it kind of breaks up the fighting sequences and then it's just like oh here's another fight suit it's very it's, it gets really laborious and i don't think that that inventive and and it's one of those things it's like too much of a good thing and then it kind of takes away from the film a little bit because then you don't really care about those scenes if it's like one scene in a film that's really good actually it's like wow do you remember that scene but i can't think of like a really good scene that happened in ray 2 because it's just all too much right and um, once again, I had no connections to the characters because they don't even focus on Rama this time. Rama's not in the focus of the story. It's about some guy and his dad, which they didn't really care about. Mm. And the, the last thing I had was why Mad Dog back as a different character? Because I didn't really get what that happened. But I still enjoy it. So I give it a 7 out of 10.
0: Oh, so you've dropped that, right? Because yeah, it I, was an 8 out of 10 previous. Yeah, it was so. an 8 out of 10, yeah. Okay. So I will I will take up a quarter of the time pulled did because <laughs> I don't know why I, that's I know. so long I'd say what to say no no but it's fine because kind of you said everything that I wanted to say and I think this is going to be a me and you versus Adam episode oh, okay. Because the first raid I Go agree days. I really 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 uh, enjoyed it but it lived better in my memory like when I rewatched this the other day I was like oh, this ain't as good as I remember but as the film builds, the choreography just gets better and better, and it's like this is incredible. And that final like boss fight, the two brothers up against that guy, is spectacular. I love that 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 sort of final fight. And I wasn't too bothered about the fact that the guy didn't have a character because it was kind of like, well, it's an action film, so I'm just kind of following that. So it's that's still an eight, a solid eight out of ten, but no, no more than that really, because it doesn't have much of a plot to speak of. But the second one, I have got to say. I was so disappointed, because as with anything, when you try and evolve, when you have a great simple idea, and you try and make it epic and bigger, you lose something of the magic, and this just turned into an all-out action film that was so fucking forgettable, like it should have been brilliant, because the choreography, I'm well aware, is still stunning, but... You're just oversaturated with it all, man. After about 10 minutes of it, it's like, am I really going to have to watch two and a half hours of this? And you're right. Mm-hmm. The, the, the breakup up sto- the stories in between, like the guy and his dad, I'm like, fuck this. And for the longest time, I think I was going to give this 6 out of 10. But the kitchen fight towards the end brought it up to a 7 just because mm. I thought, okay, there's a life in the old dog yet. So it's a 7 out of 10 for me too. Come on, Adam, fight us.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: literally, literally fight us. Yeah, literally. <laughs> So I, I
2: I can quite clearly see both your points. This is what I said at the beginning. I give these films ten out of ten just because they sit so well for me and I love them and I've got such fond memories of watching these films. But I will admit they aren't perfect films. Like I said, it is I just I don't know, I just a little bit of me that just reminds you just of being is of pure escapism. You don't care about what else happens in that film, you just watch that and you just completely lose your mind. You don't care you know these like action films that people will love Fast and Furious and all that crap mm-hmm. cuz it takes them away and it is just so stupid and over the top. This is my version I feel like this is my version
0: of that. I mean, I tell you what, I would, I would definitely say that if you were to compare this to something over the top like Fast or the Furious or, or, and Furious and whatnot, I admittedly, I haven't watched those films, but there's a reason. I would rather you have, you have a passion and a love for these sorts of films that are trying to do their own thing and do it very well. But it just, it gets too old too quickly. Um, okay.
1: One, one, thing, one thing I forgot to say, because I was setting up to say something, and because I did a massive long talk, I actually forgot to say another point. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And that was, do you know, what? I said that the four main people are like the best fighters in it, but everyone else, I hate the dramatization of their fighting. And, like They're so over the top, like their facial expressions, it's not real life. <laughs> And that's what I don't like. Right. I really it's do me. not, it's like not meant it.
2: to be.
0: You're meant to, I know, meant
1: but it takes me away. It's like, no one acts like that. Like, like, and they're all screaming and it's like, oh, come I on. I know, but I
0: feel like that's with my admittedly very limited exposure to those sorts of films. I feel that that's cultural I know to it kind those of films. Is. I know, like, I know. You know, if, even to, you know, all the Kung Fu movies is like that. All the sounds and the expressions and shit. I think it, you kind of just have to kind accept comes it with as it. part yeah. of that movement. It's, it's, not really like my bag. it's not really like a dance. No, I know, bag, I, I
2: know, I know. I do I would admit though, out of the two films, the first one is my favourite just because it is simple and it's a lot shorter. The Ray Two, I agree, does drag on a bit too long. If it had lost half an ten hour, maybe out of ten, twenty though, minutes.
0: I know. Adam, you I'm gave this a it. ten out of ten and you're I saying it's not perfect, it
2: drags on a little <laughs> bit. You are funny boy. But I to, I'm saying these ten out of ten films aren't like that. Is a ten out of ten piece? The the ten. It's like the Italian job for me. Like, I wouldn't say that's a ten out of ten film because it's not. But I love it so much that it is just. a Yeah, 10 but out
0: mate, 10 that's film. all that matters. Listen, it, I, yeah. forget exactly. It. That's all that matters. It's just a ten though, out of ten, 10 f- for you. That's all that matters, right? And I and will admit is, there is some faults with the films, but I still just do love them. That's all right. The, 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 that first Raid definitely is the superior film, Like even if, if I could admit that the Raid 2, do you know, okay, here's the thing, if this hadn't been a Raid sequel, mm. I think I would have appreciated it more, because I'd have been like, oh look, yeah. now that director's gone on to do like a, a crime epic, whereas that yeah. first one is just a very condensed, contained action film. Like you said, Paul, in one setting, very exciting. Very exciting working your way up through a building. Yeah. But like, when it's all over the place in different locations and car chases, it's like this is just any old action film with admittedly good choreography.
1: And it's just like, what? Look, look at all these—a massive crowd of people running towards this guy now, and he's got to fight him. All it's like, come on, you've just done this about ten minutes ago. Uh,
0: yeah, I know, I know. But that's why that kitchen scene at the end stands out so much. Yes, it's really just one on one. And I
1: love, do you know what I love as well? When he's shimmying towards him with his little feet.
0: So I saw your, I saw you put that GIF on Twitter yesterday, and I thought, oh, that looks quite cool. And then when I saw it in the movie, I was like, that is very cool. <laughs> that is like, let me just shimmy into position
2: for this fight. That was nice. Even the bit before that with the two people in that in that corridor, and you got the woman with a hat hammers and the other guy with his baseball bat it's just
0: like see that's where it's all a little bit silly for me like when she oh, had yeah. the hammers on the tube on the tube train right mm. and all the passengers were running past i was like this is a little bit cartoony now and like you may say oh well it's meant to be cartoony i don't think it is I it's think a little it bit is. kill bill it's lock. over the top yes it? it's stupid mm. yeah. a little bit Kill bill
1: mm. and the, bo- the, the guy yeah. smashing the baseball at the baseball bat it's like come on now
0: yes that's yes. just
1: silly it just yes. it just t- i think it took kind of Took away kind of from the tone of the film. It's like it's it's not a film where people get hits a baseball into someone's face. It's like no, it's I right think it
2: just all adds to it. It's all adds to the drama in it. When you watch kind of like these martial arts, it's all about the drama of it. It's all the drama. Why
1: is this better than John Wick?
2: I think because sits I think I don't know. I feel like I've just I have more of a love for these films than I do for John Wick. I probably wouldn't say they're necessarily better films. I think John Wick Two is probably the one that's up there closest for me with these. John Wick Two is probably my favorite of. The John Wicks, um, I'd say that's up there with it. Yeah,
1: it hun- it's like hundred percent had the inspiration from the Raid though, because it's like half the characters are in the, in John Wick as well.
0: Are they? Yeah, they are.
1: Yeah, like do you know, do you remember the, the scene in John Wick Three where the two guys are fighting him in the glass place and he's yes, throwing him into yeah. the cabinets? That is Mad Dog and the guy in yeah. the kitchen scene. Is in it raid a Mad 2. Dog? Oh, right yeah. okay.
2: Yeah, I do find it weird how Mad Dog he's dead
1: and he comes back played a different character. And <laughs> that's why. Do you know why it is? It's because the Raid Two was written first. Yeah, it was, and that was supposed to be the film, but they didn't have enough budget, they so he was obviously one. it was obviously written for Mad Dog to play. He,
2: he wrote a third one, but they haven't done it either. It's meant to a trilogy, but yeah, I do agree. The, the second film does drag on a bit, and I think this time watching it, I felt it more than I have before. Should
1: have dropped, but then the also movie.
2: I feel like I didn't because. The only way I could describe it is like when I first watched Once Point of Time in Hollywood, I thought that film dragged a bit. But when I've rewatched it, it didn't feel like it because you know when the scenes are coming and you know when the action's coming. So you're a bit more excited and you're anticipating what's happening next. So the whole film seems to just
1: speed up a bit. I would well, never watch The Raid 2 again. No, no. It's too I'll heavy. It's
0: too much. But the, you know what? I would never watch The Raid again. Like, I realise now, having had to rewatch The Raid, that was mm. the worst thing I could have done for the for my my perception of the raid because mm. that one single viewing of it was kind of like ah oh, it's a really fucking good film and yeah, the second time round it was like I, I kind of know
1: this shit's coming. Mm. Have you seen Dread, Adam? I haven't seen Dread. No. Oh, see Dread. Is if you give the, if you give the Raid ten man. out of ten, you give Dread ten out of ten. Yes, <laughs> actually, well, it's not really the same kind of like martial arts in it, I guess.
0: But no, it's not, but the concept is the, the same. It's like, great. Yeah. What's her name? Cersei from Game of Thrones is at the top of a tower block. She's the criminal overseeing everything. All the residents are in the tower block, and Dred is like this judge who's got to come to the tower block and work his way up to the top. Mm. But the graphics, the, the character of Dread, all the of it super is. Super slow mo. Stunning beautiful. stuff. Yeah. Is that a DC, Paul? No, Dread's.
1: Um, what is Dread? I can't remember what it is. It's not DC. But it's oh, uh sure. it's like I think it's a standalone um, comic. Oh, company.
0: very good. Mm. I mean, it is that is a really, really good comparison. And Adam, you would probably like it, but I think Adam, you are still, if you, based on what you're saying, you're still going to like the raid more because you have more nostalgia for it because yeah. you you grew up watching it more and whatnot. But I think it's incredible. The most incredible thing about these films, and do not get me wrong, the action in all of it is absolutely stunning. But just like mm-hmm. you know anything, if you if you watch something that you can't do. And you appreciate it. How long can you keep watching it? Because yeah, if it's crazy. not for you, you don't want to keep seeing it. True. But it, it's done immaculately well, incredibly well. Like John Wick is the only thing I can think that's even comparative to it. And you know the pace of what happens in the raid films is probably a bit quicker than John Wick. But I think John Wick stylizes it a little bit better. Yeah. It makes it a bit more grand and It's operatic. The world
1: building, the story with John Wick, it's oh, so yeah, much totally. better. Yeah, totally. Yeah.
0: But I do think this is better than the first John Wick.
1: Yeah, but... Uh, well, the I, second and the third gi- John
0: Wick are kind of strong ones for I, me. The first one's fine, but...
1: I think I give John the first one a nine. And what do you give the second and third? I think I give them all nines. Well, the second one's my favourite one.
0: Yeah, the second and third are very... Uh, my third's, third's a favourite for me, I
2: think. But yeah, I just love that he's got all these elements of the film. It's just like, you do feel so well directed you feel like you're in the fight for most of the film as well like the way that camera was used the intensity of the camera like Paul is saying as well yeah. it's just like you're just so immersed with it it's just like no it's, it's not even, true it's not even going with the when he moves forward it moves the camera moves forward as well it's not yeah. even like that it's completely off like it's doing it you are your own person it's not like they've locked onto that person every time they move a bit like with Upgrade when
0: he moves you the camera That's moves it. You you got it but you this hit the nail on the head yeah, it's completely opposite
2: you are almost like you're getting beaten up yourself in a separate fight
0: and you're looking yeah. at that fight happen I mean you know a fight is working when you're like kind of wincing yourself because you're anticipating like yeah. the killer blow being struck and it and it the longer it can keep you wincing and not deliver it, the more it's doing its job, right? There's, that's a all bit in, there's to do.
2: two bits that always make me wince. In the first film, it's the bit when he grabs the guy's head and he drags him forward and then he smashes it over the edge of the doorframe. frame. Do you know that doorframe oh, yeah. that's been he kicked jumped, out? He jumps in the air, doesn't he? Directed yeah, and he like, pulls it. him back. And then there's yeah. this, in the second film, when they were in, the, in the prison fight in the mud, and he just snaps oh, that yeah. guy's leg. See, like, yeah, like, that is just like I, there's iconic
0: uh, scenes for sure. That, pr- that mud muddy prison scene was pretty special, that's true. That mm, was that is a great, thing of beauty, man. actually.
2: The anticipation of all sitting yeah. there and they're all just waiting for the moment to happen. It was like,
0: bam, it goes. But see, that's why it was kind of too long, man, because that prison thing felt feels like a totally different film to the rest of it. Yeah, it does. Everything that's going on in that prison.
1: And at the same time, though, because of, because of the fact that um, Rama's characters are built up, I don't feel worried for him ever.
2: No, no, never. He released a script for the, the third film the other day on Empire because he kind of accepted it's never going to get made now. And the Raman character's not even in it, really. Why would he accept it's not being made? Because it,
1: it's been for so long now. I think The last one came out in 2016 and like all funding for it's kind of been pulled, I think. doesn't surprise me that Rama's not in it because he obviously didn't care about M-Ray 2 either. His character wasn't even built any further.
0: No. And he says, I'm done at the end anyway, doesn't mm. he? Yeah. I'm done. Do you what know what? Do you I couldn't work out what the fuck was going on in that final scene. By the way,
1: of you know of raid two. Yeah. Uh, what happened? That they, they turn really- up
0: and you can't hear the conversation until it gets to the end, and then he says, "No, I'm done." And I don't know what conversation they're having.
1: Oh yeah, yeah you're not supposed to. it's probably saying, um, "You can join our you can join our gang" because they don't know he's undercover policeman. I see. So I can, you can, ba- I can us. barely
0: remember who those people were when they rocked up at the end You know, it was
1: another gang it was like a smaller group. gang though, now yeah. realise what's going on and they've taken advantage of it mm. Mm. do you know do you know what there's there's a scene right at the end of the first raid where Jerry comes out the apartment building and he's, he he walks towards the camera and he's just it's just his head in the shot and I was like please don't look at the camera
0: and luckily yeah, he did
1: yeah, yeah. I was so I was like I could drop him white if you look into the camera right now but he didn't and
0: I was like thank God I remember that ending that's the thing that one of the things that sticks out the most from the first raid there's the hallway scene which is incredible and the ending where the two brothers are walking their walking separate, separate ways, ways going yeah. to their, their separate lives and then they just wipe out his brother mm. at the beginning of the second film it's like after mm. all of that yeah, yeah. He's like, we kind of mentioned that his brother was
2: like you come with me he's like no I've got to stay here someone's got to be accountable and yeah that's what happened
1: to him? Mm. Mm. No. I feel Not like good. that that's him getting killed at the beginning of the Ray 2. Is was Gareth Ware being like, Look, the stakes are up now. It's like, No, nah, they weren't, mate. No, that doesn't up the stakes at all.
0: Do you know what this is like? It is like Reservoir Dogs to Pulp Fiction something intimate, low budget, mm. concentrating on a good concept works very well. Pulp Fiction, all bells and whistles, but it ain't got the heart.
1: No, it's very I, true. I,
2: that's that's a good comparison.
0: Mm. Yeah, I would say. You know what my iconic scene from the first one actually is, not iconic scene, the one that really made me fucking wince is that brother battle at the end and he's got the fluorescent tubing stuck in his neck oh, and yeah. he kills and him off by dragging it across his throat like a fucking switch. Oh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love when it's like Grinch. he's still fighting it's like you see it dripping out the tube, it's blood, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like <But> a teapot. <laughs> and he breaks his
0: arms before the killer blow as well yeah, so he yeah. can't even defend himself anymore.
1: Like broken arms, he can't
2: punch. That's I cool. was also a bit of the lady with the hammers on the train. And she puts it.
0: Down, she stabs the back of the hammer into the
2: back of the guy's neck, and like pulls it down his spine as well. And you're like, oh, "But all these things are just so they're so minuscule within the fight." This is what I'm saying. When you watch it again, you yeah. sometimes realise that these little things happen because they happen so quickly, as well. Yes. They're not like bring attention to that. They just happen. So I'm read somewhere they did 18 months training for that bass, that fight in the kitchen at the end of the raid too.
0: Really I mean it's impressive it is impressive as a standalone scene it's the kind of thing you could show like if you wanted to throw on a scene to give people what a flavour of the raid films is like you'd throw that on wouldn't you people would be like yeah I want to fucking see that but then that's the thing you don't want to see that the whole time
1: no see I I I prefer the the small intimate fighting like that in the kitchen I Mm. I, I don't like when like there's so many people because it's just so overwhelming and it doesn't it's like he's not going to die here is he no it's, it's not it's not it's not fun it's just like too many people. And you know what's annoying is when like kinda of like what
0: you were saying, Paul, when you look at all the other fighters apart from the main fighters, they're all waiting. Yes, like, they wait they always to wait. attack. It's like what are you waiting for? And also They always
2: do this in action film
0: it's really annoying. If you all attacked <laughs> at the same time, you'd win i know why wait and also why when someone's clearly kicking ass, do you run at him with your hands down and then just wait him <laughs> to punch your face it's like get like be prepared man be a cohesive unit Can you Also, quite cane? a lot of them had guns just shoot the guy oh mate don't even talk to me about that i know
2: <laughs> it always foolish. happens in films it always happens in films it's like you all just attacked at the same
0: time i know the, the truth of the matter is, those fights would never, ever happen in the real world. You'd be, so you'd be you knocked have out in about two it. seconds. Exactly, you would break your own arms off, me. <laughs>
1: Just go windmilling, mate. You do, yeah. Oh my god,
0: <laughs> you would be smashed to fucking smithereens.
1: I did appreciate the toilet scene in the, in the raid too, because it, it felt a bit more realistic that he's trying to like funnel them down into like one or two people at a time into the yeah. toilet. That's cubicle. also great.
2: It's just a great use of space as well. It's just like, okay, we've got this little box. Let's just see what we
0: can do mm. in that. And fit. it also, it also
1: makes more sense because everyone's actually trying to get in and then they all do get in and just pile on top of him
0: <laughs> like you would. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> That's a good point. Mm-hmm. I'm the the thing that I think is probably most incredible and impressive about this is the fact that it's some fucking Welshman who yeah this. it's
1: sure. so weird it's like didn't he live there though I swear he lived there and that's why he, he, lived he decided in Jakarta
0: yeah. and he's he's married to, to an Indonesian lady and he taught mm. I think he taught English in schools or something out there right right and then he, he but I also
2: of, do like that as well because it's like okay this is he's Welsh so he mm. could have quite easily gone to done it a, like a British way or even an American way but mm. he did choose to keep it with like keep it original and keep it in its heritage like respect like where yeah. this all comes from and do it that way and apparently they are making an American remake of the second one.
1: Before. Second
2: one? <laughs> he had I mean, to sell the rights They to fund the second film he had to sell the rights do you know to what so he said
0: I, I heard him in an interview about this and He was asked, like, how do you feel about the fact that America is now doing a remake? And he said, to be honest, I'm flattered and I'm glad because it's going to get more people to see the original. And it was Mark Commode. It was Mark Commode who was interviewing him. And Mark Commode was like, I get why you're saying that, but there's absolutely no need for this. Fucking watch subtitles. Watch the originals. You do not need to see an American version. But it's kind of interesting because it makes me think if I was in that situation and I had put my heart and soul into something and then America comes along, is like, yeah, we're going to remake it, but we're not involving you at all. If I'd go, oh, it's okay because more people will see mine. I don't know about that.
1: They fucking wouldn't, mate. It's just like like The Departed. No one's watching that Empire. I mean, in that Empire... (laughs) Imagine I mean f- Infernal empire. Affairs. Infernal Empire. Infernal Affairs, yeah. In that Empire. Did you disagree with me, did you? Did you disagree with me?
0: <laughs> I know, it was the Empire <laughs> bit. <laughs> infernal um, Affairs.
2: Yeah, yeah, it is quite it is sad that people just won't see it regardless. Like
0: they're fucking great films. Like I mean, it, to be fair, it, it has got, like, it's not, like, re- obscure film. People do seek it out. People yeah, like, when we say we're going to
2: do our podcast on it, you, we've got loads of people already coming back to say, oh, I love these I films, all this, all that. Like, when we read our reviews at the end of it, like, we've got loads this week for this film. So people, it is, like, people know of it, but then also people don't know of it. No, It's,
0: it's so weird, it's like... Do you know that, that, that this is a little bit... It, it reminded me in the first hour or so of Infernal Affairs, actually.
1: Yeah, definitely. Mm.
0: Infernal yeah. Affairs is better on that front, though. But Infernal Affairs is not an action-type film.
1: No. That's what I mean. It's like the action... The action doesn't really do it for me. It's the story It makes a film. Yeah. mm
0: and, and the basic, the first film just had a very, very basic story and that basic story worked because you were mm-hmm. like, yeah, okay, I get it. You're going from bottom to top. Whereas in this, like there was an idea of progression in the first film. You know what they're aiming for. Whereas in this, I didn't really know. like Every time he was calling up his handler on the phone and he was like, pull me out. And they were like, no, we need to find the corrupt cops. I'm like, fuck all this, man, because that's not really a tangible goal. That just means just stay in this film for as long as you can keep fighting. Mm-hmm. Like, at the end of the film, I believe that actor was as fucking exhausted as his character looked. <laughs> I, honestly, I thought that actor was... When he said, no, I'm done, that was that director, That director. was the actor talking to the director and saying, hey, I'm out of this.
1: <laughs> no more. But yeah, I
2: like, this is why I'm trying to describe it earlier, Paul. Like You said, oh, the story has to make a film for you. Normally, nine times out of ten, I'm agreeing with you there. But this is those type of films where I, I agree to look past that just because I just love them so much that I will just put them on. They don't have to be a great story. You are just watching a great ac- ac- action sequence. Mm. That's like that's why when people love Fast and Furious on those blockbuster action films that don't really have a great storyline. They're just our action. Yes,
0: we all love roller there. coasters. Yeah. I'm not so hot on roller coasters. Don't you like probably roller coasters? Roller
1: coasters in, years. in real not life. too much. Real life roller coasters. Much. No, I
0: don't, I don't get if
1: it. If I, I never want a roller
2: coaster life. again for the rest of my life, I probably wouldn't complain. Yeah, do you want to
0: feel um, inadequate? Gareth Evans... The director directed that when he was 30 years
1: old. Wow. I've still oh, got bet, five I years bet, to go. I better bet start got directing five years something, ago. mate. <laughs> hey? I better start directing something. You better. You've got, what, how many months you've got now? Considering he actually, he actually directed... Let's see how many films before this. He did, v- <laughs> he did one H- called like, VHS, didn't he? Oh, yeah. The, uh, no, way before that. He did, he's, that was his third film, The Raid. I mean, I'd be interested to
0: see how much... Is his direction, and how much is his like choreographers and stunt coordinators that he yeah, uses? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Like if he wasn't working with them, like Paul, you're watching Gangs of London now that you say he, he's directed some episodes. Presumably, yeah. he hasn't brought his stunt coordinators with him. How does the action
1: in that compare? It's well, it, to be honest, there's not much action. It's just there's probably about five five minute scenes that are action. I've, I've watched two episodes, and both of them have probably about five minutes action scene in it. And I'd say they're probably more creative. Right. But uh, I'm, not, I'm not saying that they're, they're as well choreographed as this. They're quite just bog-standard, bloody kind of choreographed fight. See, this is where
2: I think you could agree with like the fight yourself is choreographed well, but then this is where you've got to look at the camera work he's done with it as well, like when I said mm. earlier. Like you, the camera work is so intense as well. I think that's where his input has come. Maybe, obviously, you can have people choreographing the fights for him. But yeah.
0: You know what you were saying, Adam, the best, the the truly uh, beautiful thing about this, uh, both of these films, is like you say, the fact that you could have something so unique, what feels so uniquely of a certain style and life in Indonesia, directed by a Welshman, just shows the power of film, because it yeah. connects people from like completely, what you would assume would be completely different backgrounds, and one can completely re reinvent yeah. and, and do something special with it with another form. So that's that's actually something very, very exciting. This is a quite good tagline for the raid. One ruthless crime lord, twenty elite cops, thirty floors of hell. Yeah, I like 30 floors of hell. Paul, you already done your research on that just in case I asked a tagline question, isn't it?
1: <laughs> yes, I did, yeah. I did. I think that
0: was enough from us. Should we listen to to the good people who, who speak on our behalf from Twitter. That will be wonderful. The only people that matter in this situation.
1: They do. But what will we be about our listeners?
0: What God only knows. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right, so first we got our first one from M at verbal Diorama. She says, I'm such a fan of great fight choreography. And these are up there with some of the best, most brutal and perfect examples of great fight choreography I've ever seen. Beautiful, long tracking shots too. These movies know what I love.
0: Yes, no arguing with that, I should say. Mm. Uh, Next up from our friend Third Price. These movies blow me away every single time. Crazy that just yesterday I was thinking about revisiting them this week. I don't think I've seen better fight, choreography and photography in a
2: movie. Uh, This one here from Simon Lewis. Absolutely magnificent action cinema. That pays homage to both US and Far Eastern martial art flicks while totally upping the ante and changing the game. Seminal.
0: Paying homage to both US and Far East, yeah. And Bum from Wales. So there you go. That's yes. cinema crossing the borders.
1: Crossing that border. Everyone's loving Adam's take on this so far. Um, oh, no.
2: Everyone always agrees with me. I am the man <laughs> of the people.
1: Never. Uh, the <laughs> next one's from Rudy Hernandez. He says... Top two favourite action movies ever. The first one was amazing, showcasing a new fighting style to film with non-stop action. Has its flaws, but still great. The Raid 2 is a perfect movie to me. Everything done to perfection.
2: Quite literally has flaws, doesn't it, this film? You go through
1: them.
0: (laughs) Alright, Charles Manson reaction. The next is a Two and a Half Brothers podcast who say, quite simply, the kitchen fight is better than any other movie fight ever.
1: I might not necessarily
0: disagree with that. I might not necessarily disagree with that. I don't agree. What, what's a better fight? A single fight in a movie?
1: Um, do you know what's a fantastic fight? The the bathroom fight in Mission Impossible Fallout. I love that fight so much. <laughs> when he reloads, when yeah. he reloads his arms. Yes, when he reloads those
2: arms and changes the shirt at the same time. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, changes his shirt with one without a pocket. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, uh, this one here is from cinematic blind spots absolutely love the raid movies the first one is basically dread with martial arts like you said yeah mm. Um, but that second one man just some of the best fights in any movie kitchen bathroom stall prison yard etc I
0: highly recommend these mm, yes I'm, I'm glad that someone else has called out dreads not just us Mm. it shows the parallels are there I wonder what came out no I think Raid came out before Dread but one must have known the other was out or maybe one was fast tracked because the other was out you know how these studios go it's like oh shit there's a film very similar to ours coming out we need to push our ones out oh shit Raid was
1: 2011 and Dread was 2012 Well, there you go
0: But it's like, you know how long it takes to plan and make a movie. So one didn't see one and then copy the other. It's just the studios suddenly push out what they've got because they know something similar is out there and they want to capitalise on that hype, right?
1: Mm -hmm. 100%. Um, Next one is from Bobby Brandt. She says, The Raid is one of the best action movies with the best fight choreography and it's crazy that it was initially just made as a lower budget version of the second one as they couldn't get funding for that. I still think it's better than The Raid 2.
0: So do I, Bobby. Yeah. And yeah, that is true. Yeah. He made it as a sort of way to get money for the second one.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, I. The five podcasts say The Raid is one of the very best action films ever made, in my opinion. Incredible action, thrillingly violent, but most of all stripped back and single minded. The plot and action service each other perfectly. The Raid 2 chokes on its own ambition, but still utterly astounds. So that's a good way of putting it. Chokes mm-hmm. on its own ambition. I like that.
1: Yeah.
0: But still astounds. Yeah. Yes. The hard parking pod. Um, the Ray Two
2: final fight uh, fight scene is the greatest in history. I know these movies well as two of the best kept secrets out there. I agree with that. Great, best kept secrets out there. Oh yeah,
1: for you, mate. Um, James Rodriguez he says some of the greatest action choreographer ever put to film, but over two films, I just couldn't give a shit about the characters. Mm-hmm. Well, well. There we go. Yeah, I, there's a little negative
2: it. one in
0: you
1: know. there. He said a little, it a little bit. That's that's probably
0: fairly negative. Yeah, poor old Rama. Yeah. And finally, the film twits podcast say Raid One is a ball to the wall action masterclass in editing, choreography, and set pieces. Raid Two ratchets up to eleven, but unfortunately, the story gets in the way of the proceedings. Still a good time, and the final warehouse battle is simply glorious. Little pun, little pun oh. there. Beautiful. Little that's some lovely punny. little takes there. Some very good takes overall, Adam. I think you've probably picked the fan favourite film out of all the films that we've had to pick for this podcast. Maybe Whiplash. I think Whiplash might have
2: bought in some people as well. So yeah. Oh
0: why? That's true. That's
2: true. Uh, people just love me. That's why I said a man of people.
1: <laughs> they don't love the films. They love you, Adam. Yeah, yeah. that's all right. I just
2: love young I could Adam. Li- I could pick epic movie or something that's renownedly shit, and they love it. <laughs> Do
1: you want to test that theory? <laughs>
2: No, I'm not watching that
1: film.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right, I guess right, we should place this film then. All right, everyone, we went to our overall scoring chart and we had to collectively rate Raid 1 and Raid 2. We weren't doing them as individual movies, so we condensed our score. We came up with an average of 8.3 and it took some head scratching because we already have about six films on 8.3. But it positions in this place... Infinity War at the top, uncut gems below, Invisible Man below that, Once Upon a Time below that, Buster Scruggs below that, and the Raid and the Raid Two fit in neatly between Buster Scruggs and Avengers Endgame. I'm just glad it was above a fucking Avengers film, man. I wouldn't have been able to forgive myself if it had to position below that.
1: <laughs> it did. It I know that's below terrible. Infinity War. <laughs> Infinity War. That's
0: terrible that Infinity War. I above. Th- I
1: think it's terrible that Infinity War above Endgame. Endgame's a better film than Infinity War. Well, that's your fault. It's not my fault. It. It's actually oh, no, Adam's fault.
0: Which one's the last one? Endgame. Game. No, Infinity War is better than that.
1: Okay, well, there you go. That's why. It's <laughs> <laughs> your fault, mate.
0: Blame yourself. Anyway, that was all very special. So before we let everyone go for the week to run off to their self-contained isolation lockdown houses, isolation would you like station? to hear what film I'm going to chuck your way?
1: Oh, I'm excited. Yes. I'm excited now. And
0: and just to let everyone know, this will be the, the last time for now that the Film Busters select because next time you guys will be picking the film that we watch.
1: Yes, yeah. you will. Just so, just so you know, if you head over to our Twitter account, at Film Busters Pod, we've got a little uh, question on there, telling everyone to put their favourite films down or their worst films for us to review on the podcast offer next.
0: And the way we'll do it is we'll shortlist amongst ourselves... And then we'll put that shortlist to a vote for you guys. And you can vote on a poll to select what we will be doing next. But until then, I am telling you what you're doing next. This is a film that couldn't be more different to The Raid. And it's a little throwback. Paul, I know you've seen it. Adam, you've never seen it, I don't believe. We're going to go back in time even further than Casino. Wow. So I believe maybe the late 80s or maybe it was 1990, so not too far back. It's a Harvey Keitel film. And it goes by the name of Smoke.
1: Oh, okay. I'm in need to watch that film again.
0: Oh, now.
2: Okay. I don't know a lot about this film, so yeah.
0: I, Adam, do you know what? Don't. Don't look at nothing. and uh, uh, Order the film, right? And don't pay no attention to the cover art, because the cover art is some of the most misleading fucking art ever. Just watch the film. Don't read nothing about it. And then we talk about it. I can't wait to talk about it. It's going to okay. be fun. Oh, yeah.
1: Right, let me uh, sign this off. You can get in touch with us at Film Busters Pod on Instagram and Twitter. You can also go to our website www.filmbusterspod.co.uk All our podcasts are on there and some great reviews which we like to do which you can go and read and we'll be very happy if you do because we, we just enjoy that.
0: It's not just us, it's our other lovely writers as well who are yes, working very, we very some, hard We've
1: got us. some lovely in-house critics and they'll be very happy that you go and read their reviews as well. Um, and yeah. lastly... You can get in touch with us on our personal accounts. I'm at Filmbusters Paul.
0: I'm at Filmbusters Adam. Whoa. Where That's were Paul. you? I'm at Filmbusters Ben. He threw me off. It's